Welcome to the Team Building Podcast, where you'll learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market. Featuring masterminds with team leaders and mega agents, plus in-depth interviews with operations managers and marketing directors of some of the top teams in the country. You'll learn the latest methods to generate and convert leads, streamline your operations, recruit and train better agents, and raise your profit. And now, here's the latest Team Building Podcast. Hey, it's Jeff Cohn here with another episode of the Team Building Podcast, where we interview top team leaders, broker owners, and thought leaders from across the country and all of North America. Very excited today to have a great friend of mine back on the show in Mr. Pat Hyben. Pat is a very successful and accomplished entrepreneur, uh, built his millions working as the number one team leader in all of Remax, uh, launched real estate rock stars, which became one of the top, if not the top real estate podcast in the world. Um, he had over 150 downloads, 150,000 downloads a month when he ended up selling that to a good friend of his. And he is now focused on investing. There we go. He's also the author of six steps, seven figures, and he is focused on investing and in a mastermind called uh, Go Abundance, which is a tribe of millionaires. Mr. Pat Hyben, welcome to the show today. Right. What's going on, Jeff, man? Good to be here. Thanks for having me on today. It's great to have you here. And um, just to give the audience a little bit of a background between us, um, I had actually had the opportunity to come onto Pat's podcast several times, and he invited me to be a part of Go Abundance back in probably 2015, of which I accepted the invitation and it changed my life. So I can't say better things about the tribe. Um, I talk about it a lot. I talk about the relationships I created in Go Abundance, and I continue to create because of the creation of Go Abundance. And I just want to thank you again here publicly for giving me that opportunity. And maybe we can talk about that a little bit on the podcast today. Yeah, my pleasure, buddy. I got as much out of meeting you and all the uh, great times we've had together so far in this life, uh, uh, just as much as, as you've gotten from meeting me. So I have to remind you of a Likewise. time Pat and I were hiking in the jungle in Vietnam. <laughs> and this was not in the 70s, thank God. It's yeah. like 2017. <laughs> and we're talking about marriage. And we spent, I mean, it was a long hike, 12 miles to like the largest cave in the world that was discovered just recently, like in the early 2000s. Anyways, we spent like six hours talking about marriage and how to improve our marriages. And everybody's taking turns downloading like the dichotomy of their relationships. And I'm sharing everything and everyone's sharing and Pat just stops. Pat, you don't remember this, I bet, but he goes, I remember because I felt bad afterwards. <laughs> you should have. Pat said, I know what your problem is. And everyone's like getting ready for this really deep answer. Pat, Pat's a deep thinker. And he goes, you're an asshole. <laughs> That's the problem. And I needed it. I was like, I, said, uh, I don't forget that. I'm like, I am an asshole. And I think a lot of us in certain areas are assholes, right? And so it helped me have that self-checkup. But like, geez, if... Pat thinks I'm an asshole. I must be an asshole. So I need to change the way I'm showing up. And I've, I've made a lot of changes since then. My wife will still say, oh, that's good to hear at times, but aren't we all? Yeah, that's good to hear. I'm glad you brought that up because I did feel bad about that. I remember laying in bed at night that night going, I think I was too hard on Jeff. I told him, told him an asshole. <laughs> so I wonder if he's going to talk to me tomorrow. And you didn't, you didn't accept it. You know, existence equals resistance, right? So you, you it, it existed and you resisted it. And uh, so you, that, that, that day you resisted. You said, no, I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm like, yeah, think about it. You're not at, it's at it. One plus one equals two, dude. 
And uh, but then of course I felt bad. I was like, oh, okay. Anyway, so I'm glad you brought it up and uh, cleared the air there. So good. And you're not an asshole, but the story that you told, uh, the con, whatever you want to call it, the context, you sure. were being an asshole. Yes, that's exactly right. It's like I never have called anyone a bitch. I might have just said you're being a bitch. I didn't call yeah. you a bitch. So that's yeah. exactly how I took it, and it's fine. And this is kind of a great preface to what we're gonna talk about today, which is not assholes and bitches. I typically never swear on my podcast. So I'm sorry to all those I've offended. I got you and not me, right? The focus is authenticity. And that's really what I took out of being a part of GoBundance is you can be yourself that you are allowed to be yourself. And anymore, especially now, more than ever, everyone's pretending. It's pretenders. No one wants to be themselves. And if you want to set yourself apart from the pack and you want to be a true leader and be authentic, it's all about being willing to show yourself. So today, Pat is going to expose himself to us in a number of ways. And I'm really excited to get into it. So I was telling Pat, a lot of us, you know, are aspiring to be millionaires and aspiring to acquire wealth and aspiring to have a podcast and a real estate team and brokerage and all these amazing things. Pat has done it all. So getting to connect with Pat puts us in a position where we can look into a crystal ball, literally, and take some ideas from his wisdom. And I would like to use our next 25 minutes to talk about your superpowers, Pat, and let you do the talking and position the conversation in a sense that we go back, you get to go back in time and you're 25 or 30 years old with your current mindset. And of course, those listeners today in 2021 will take your advice and say, okay, if that's what Pat would have done, maybe over the next 10 to 15 years, this is what I should do. Yeah. I mean, this is a great question of it. And, and it took me only a couple of minutes to really think about it. And the reason is because, um, uh, you know, I've kind of thought about it in the last decade or so. So I kind of, I, I've been out of the biz right so to speak like even as a team leader for about 10 years so so 2010 2010 is when i ended the lease on my 8500 square foot office that just housed my team and uh, mike sloan uh my top agent uh, took over the business and since then we've closed it down completely it just uh and because mainly I wanted Mike to go off on his own and, and do his own thing. And it, it had run its course and, and I just wanted to be free of it mentally. So I've had, you know, uh, some time to kind of think about if I was still in the game, how, what I would be doing. And, and, and I'm not going to answer your question in a kind of a, a tactical um, way as, as, as a lot of different inside specifics. I'm going to answer it kind of on marketing and advertising if that's okay with you, because yep. uh, it's a, it's a much broader vision. And I think that people could actually do it if they wanted to. Um, and because I'm not licensed anymore, I don't have any concerns about talking about commissions or things like that. So, um, you know, when I did, when I blew up my business, it was from television. So we had a probably seven or eight television commercials. Every six months, we changed our TV commercial. They're all on YouTube now. I have long hair. Um, and, um, you, you know, basically what we did is we came up with a package that you could get if you used me. We called it the sensible listing. And if you listed with me, you got these certain things, right? And most of them had to do with what most consumers are attracted to, and that's saving money. And some of it's like, if, if you, you could sell the house on your own and you don't have to pay anything. 
which was really nothing because no one did it anyways, right? I don't think in all, all the years I did business, anyone called me and say, hey, my brother wants to buy it. And if they did, it, no biggie, take it. You know, I'm not going to charge you. But most real estate contracts say that if your brother buys it, you still got to pay Jeff, even though he didn't do anything. Um, so there, there was a six or seven things that we did in the sensible listing and it hooked, right? People were hooked on it. They called because they wanted the sensible listing. I mean, thousands, we, we were getting, you know, at least a listing a day from the television commercial, not from referrals, not from, you know, agents going out and, and working their sphere only from a TV set, which means it took a half a day for me to stand in front of a camera, say a bunch of funny words, and then put it out there. And it was just an amazing return on investment. So being in that creative sense, how I would do that today is rather than the sensible listing, and I might take, it might still be the sensible listing or I might call, call it something else, but I, I still would go over after that economic benefit to using me. And I know Jeff, you, 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 you have your commission structure and everybody has their commission structure. But at the end of the day, there's always people who are attracted to saving money or at least the potential of saving money. And I, I almost feel like there's an antitrust that exists among agents where they're embarrassed if they get to the settlement table and they have to look at the other agent across and say, oh, damn, you did it for you know, that low percent that, you know, you know, you're an insult to our industry where to me, I always buck the trend and been like, Hey, you know, I don't I'm care about you. I'm getting lead a day. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about you. So what I would do is I would, um, take an amount of money that I was going to save compared to Jeff and compared to every other agent in my universe. and I would do stunts where I would be throwing away that money. And then I would say, see, this is what you're doing by listening with Jeff or anybody else, right? For instance, I would go and buy a used car for $10,000 from CarMax and push it off a cliff. I would go and buy four television sets from Best Buy, take them out and throw them in a dumpster or light them on fire with with uh, gasoline this, this and blow is it up. Hypothetical. I, I would literally do this. Agent. I would literally okay. do it on Did film. Did you ever do this? No, but this okay. is what I would do now. Yeah, and I'd be like, "See this? You think I just I just <clears throat> burned four four flat screens worth two thousand dollars each? This is exactly what you're doing. They they make it seem like it's not a lot of money because only one percent difference, but God. it is a lot of money. It's have you four have flat you screens. been in one of those bash rooms? I think that you've been sitting on the beach in folly too long, kind of ruminating and coming up with ways to let your stress out. And now you're tying that into your marketing strategy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the idea is to show them that it's a real thing. Of course. It's Jeff Cohn or, or your competitor saying, oh, it's only 1%. Right. Shit, 1% on an $800,000 house is eight grand. 1% on a $500,000 is five grand. It's and people are going to be aw shook. If they see you walk into Best Buy, buy four panels for four grand and light yeah. them on fire, right? It's a it's I, hitting against everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 I and I don't know if I would do that in television because I don't know if television has an impact that it that it used to. But and I think it's more expensive than when I was doing it. Now we're on but Instagram, I, baby, right? 
do it. Yeah, exactly. IGTV. I would do it on social media. I would have, I would have someone following me around with a camera and I would be trying to, um, waste money, uh, weekly or daily just to show people, you know, that, that, this is what you're really doing. Dana, we're you doing know, this. It, we're going to do this to recruit agents because literally across the street, we have real estate agents that are paying uh, a traditional brokerage, an 80, 20 split in a lot of cases, infinite uh, with a 6% royalty, infinite, no cap. So let's say an agent gave 40 grand, man, what could I destroy with 40 grand? I'm going to have to buy like a brand new Jeep Cherokee. Could you just give me the 40 grand? <laughs> And you, I'll, I'll destroy it for you'll you. Use How about graphics that? to destroy it. Yeah, exactly. All right, Pat, I'm I'm buying this strategy. Yeah, that's I, that's I, what I would do. And whoever I would, has I would, done this or has seen this done, please text me or email me. Um, I would love to see an example. I know there's some YouTubers out there, huge influencers on YouTube that I had my kids talk about who give money away. So they'll go around, they'll give someone a million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars to watch that person's reaction. But I think it's the exact same strategy in that. In so them doing that more people watch them on YouTube and they run more ads and make more money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would, and it would, that, that's what I would do. And I, it would be on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. I would have someone follow me around and just be posting. And it'd be like, there's that bald dude that's always <laughs> blowing stuff up. It's always doing it. But then I would always have a, a reason for it and say the reason and then say the call to action. If you want to save money and you don't want to overpay on your commission, Call 410-964-2400. That, that was our tagline. And it just, it would be like, boom. And, and I would do that all day long. And I think it would work. I really do. And, 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 and to the agents out there, you're not going to really lose that much money. Because even if your whole thing is 1%, right? I'm 1% less. It could be 1% starting at a high number going down to a lower number. It could be 1% if you sell it yourself. Right, like you know, it's six percent, and if you sell it yourself, it's five. It could be one percent if if they find the buyer on their own sphere of influence. There's a lot of ways that you could think, figure out that one percent, yeah. but you just want them to call you and you want to get the appointment. Yep, love it, and I uh, I agree with you. We've had a, tons of sellers who have said, "Well, there's these two potential buyers, and I don't want to lose out on those." And I'll say, "Well, if those people buy, we'll only charge you the thousand dollars or whatever." And in my career of thousands of listings, so I think we've sold like 1,800 listings. No one has ever sold to the person they add to their list. Yeah, and if they do, so be it. I mean, you're yeah, going to be so doing so much business from from this strategy, in my opinion. Exactly. All right. So we implement the PAT strategy and it's crushing. Um, someone's making some good money at that. And now people are talking about, you should be investing. You should be starting a mortgage company. You should start a coaching company. You should start a podcast. You should start a bakery. And there's lots of messaging like that right now. Like you're not good enough just starting a real estate team. Now you need to do the ancillary. If someone listening today is ready to do the ancillary, which ancillary would you focus on if you could go back in it and you were having all the successes that you had when you were the number one team at Remax? Well, uh, so I, so he, I, I had a mortgage company, I had a title company, um, and um, I had a property management company. And I, the thing is, everything changes from state to state with title insurance. But if you're in a state where you have title insurance <laughs> it is the it's the fattest commission 
I mean, our commission was when when I started my title company, our commission on title insurance was eighty percent. It it eventually rose the more deals we did to ninety two percent. What what in the world? A stockbroker makes a half a percent. An agent makes two or three percent. Who the hell makes ninety two percent? I mean, what kind of sense is that? I don't even know how they came up with that and, and how that's good for the consumer, but they allow it. So I would go into title and sell title insurance. I mean, it's the biggest, in my opinion, yeah. you know, everybody buys it. Well, right? what, uh, what I have found, so I own my own title company and I own an insurance and we own mortgage. And essentially the way the insurance industry works is a client pays a, uh, their premium, which covers 12 months. Well, title insurance is only paid once. And so the insurer, which is, well, I won't say the name of the company, um, that actually pay, uh, co- gives the coverage for that title policy. They're, they're not getting enough claims. That's what, I mean, that's why they're giving 92% of that. Yeah. That Cause no one uses it. It's all based on statistics because <laughs> not very often do you need to use it because title companies are doing such a good job at reviewing title and making sure it's clean. Exactly. Spoken as a true owner of a title company, but I agree. Um, we didn't scale our title company, nor do we intend to go any further than the lines of Nebraska because it is very challenging and there's lots of different rules, but it is a very lucrative built business if it's ran the right way. Yeah. And obviously if you can't do that, then do mortgage. I mean, it just, I, I would try to tap into all that stuff. I mean, it's just, um, it's, it's free money. It really is free money. I mean, it was just, it, yeah. I used to get these quarterly checks and I was like, man, this is great. Cause like, that's free money. The reason it's free is you've built the mouse trap. The mouse, you know, obviously is going through the, you know, it's little journey and in the end eats the cheese. So what else can you include in that journey? that they're already going to be on that you're already influencing. So mortgage title insurance are the obvious ones. Um, now the question would be Pat, that I'd love to be, have you go down and we'll kind of end on this for the next five to 10 minutes. And if you're here to this point, do not leave because this is Pat's special sauce. Um, and that is in investing in real estate. Pat owns tons of real estate investments. We'll see if he'll share with us the exact number of doors, which is one only one of many measurements of what your portfolio is worth. But before getting into that, I want to make sure we invite everyone listening to any of our upcoming events. We have uh, virtual workshops. We have an in-person workshop coming up in March of 2021. We have a workshop coming up in May of 2021, which is our annual team building summit. And we're going to have a ton of thought leaders, keynotes, industry leaders, other top teams that will be speaking at the event. We are hosting it in person. We will be social distancing. We're in a huge conference center that seats 700 people, and we expect to have about 100 to 250 in attendance. So if you're looking to get out of Dodge, you're ready for a trip. The airlines are flying. I just flew to LA last weekend and had no problems. Um, we welcome you to come to Omaha to check out either the, Mar- you know, the March workshop or the May team building summit. For more information, go to growwithers.com. All right, Pat, let's get into investing. Yeah, man. So you make all this money, right? All this money's coming in and everybody's like, okay, I already bought the car and I have the house. And now what am I going to do with with all this this cash? It's a crazy crazy time now, Jeff, because, you know, up until a year or so ago uh, or or a couple of years ago, there wasn't such a liquidity in the market, meaning people have so much cash now, right? Especially people with money. They they, They have a lot of cash on the sidelines waiting to invest in the short term gains of some investments have never been what they are. I mean, people are actually sitting 
on their butt watching the grass grow, make millions of dollars, whether it be in Bitcoin, whether it be in FANG stocks, whether it be in gold, silver, everything is going up. And, uh, you know, real estate, although the values are going up, um, the, the, the amount of profit that you can make as an investor is going down, right? Um, so if you're holding real estate, you're getting richer. But if you're buying real estate, you're actually going to make, for the most part, you're going to get paid less monthly than you would have five years ago. Um, just because you're paying more for the property now and the rent hasn't necessarily gone up in proportion to that. So um, so I found myself uh, with a portfolio, which at one point probably was 90 some percent real estate. And, and I, I, if you calculate the doors, uh, this is with partners, there's probably 800 um, doors in, in apartment buildings. I've got about 12 houses that I rent out. I've got a, a shopping center and some other things. Um, but so I've moved from more than that, right? I think we've sold three or four in the last couple of years of our apartment complexes. I sold two houses at the beginning before COVID. I should have waited till after COVID because I probably would have got hundred grand more each house. But um, <laughs> you know, to more of a liquid uh, portfolio, more um, I've invested in uh, regular public stocks. I've invested in a lot of private equity funds because I believe, them. you know, if, if you meet a lot of wealthy people, a lot of them are in private, you know, whether it be private companies or, or private venture capital funds, uh, they tend to do very well. Um, if you get into the right one. So I've invested in a lot of those. I've invested in some Bitcoin mines in, in a remote part of Texas that are doing extremely well. Um, and, um, and, and a lot of different things. And it's kind of I'm having a lot of fun. It's, a lot, it's more manic and it's more uh, interesting and it forces me to learn a lot. But at the same time, it's more risky because I'm kind of getting out of my lane, um, um, you know, as far as only investing in real estate is concerned. The jury's not out whether I'm right or wrong, but it sure feels um, like a better bet these days. Yeah. Warren Buffett, which I'll quote Warren, he lives 10 minutes from my house. He always has said, you can put all your eggs in one basket as long as you watch the basket. And I know for me personally, outside of all the real estate businesses I own, a lot of my eggs are in single family, probably 90% of my portfolio. But I think that it gets boring. And as Gary Keller points out in the one thing, and a lot of people have pointed out in a lot of books and things that have been spoken, um, the success is boring. It's doing small and simple things consistently over long periods of time. And I don't think you're recommending that anyone stops doing the boring. I think all you're doing is sharing with us that you've changed your mindset a little bit and tried to diversify and you're doing it because you're learning and growing and having fun along the way. Right. Yeah. I mean, I still have the boring, but it's more of a balanced portfolio, you know? Yeah. Love it, man. Well, this has been truly amazing. Um, what does an audience member need to do to buy your book? And the goal of this is not to sell books. Pat didn't even ask me to ask this question. I just think this was fascinating and Pat has a lot of great value to share. And I know you guys did an awesome job on the book. So share with us quickly, what's the book cover and how could someone pick up a copy? Yeah, so uh, here's a real easy way, Jeff. You just go to tribeofmillionaires.com. That's tribeofmillionaires.com. You get it for free. All you got to do is pay the shipping. 
And um, it's a great book. It's uh, professionally written. We've got like 50, you know, five-star reviews on Amazon and uh, it, 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 it will change your life. And it's changed a lot of people's lives. Awesome. How does someone plug into you? What's your Instagram handle or what's the best way for someone to get? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a great question because, you know, I, as, as you know, I sold my podcast about a year and a half ago and part of, part of selling my podcast, which I wanted to do, by the way, uh, was selling my identity that went along with it. So I actually sold my Instagram and I sold uh, two Facebook pages and I leased my LinkedIn for a, for a year. I just got my LinkedIn back. So you could go to Pat Hyben on LinkedIn. Um, but if you go to Pat Hyben on any of those other channels, it's going to be somebody else besides me, which isn't wrong because you'll get a really cool information on a real estate podcast, which is yeah. real estate rock stars. Um, and they do an amazing job. I'm good friends with Aaron, uh, who runs a majority of those episodes and you'll get a ton of great content out of that podcast yeah. as well. And we've had Aaron on our show. I've been on his several times. So pretty much, uh, and he bought my uh, Twitter account too. So pretty much the only thing I got left is LinkedIn. You can find me there or you could just um, go to GoBundance.com and, and get involved with all the great things GoBundance is doing. We have a women's division now. We have a division for up and comers that aren't millionaires that want to become millionaires. And that's called Emerge. And that's also on GoBundance.com. So, um, you know, we have a champions division, which is uh, if your net worth is over $5 million, uh, we have 50 members in that now. So, um, you know, we, we got something for everybody. Just uh, go check us out. And it's an awesome group. I can't say anything negative about it. I absolutely love being a part of that community. Um, for anyone that's wanting to take it to the next level and you feel like the people around you aren't pushing you, aren't encouraging you, aren't inspiring you, uh, GoBundance is a great world to be in. So, Pat, thank you again. Uh, really appreciate you coming on the show. We definitely will want to have you back and hope everything's going well with all of your um, investments and all of your leisure time as well. Good to catch up with you, Jeff. 